Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. If your spouse has had an affair and you want to know what you can do to get back at them, then this is for you. Can I be frank with you? You're never going to be able to get back at your spouse for having an affair. Even if you have a revenge affair, even if you treat your husband or wife like crap, even if you do everything you can to try and make them miserable, it's never really going to satisfy your hurt and your pain because you will never know if you have made them hurt as much as you do. It just doesn't work. I know because I have seen people try thousands of times and it only makes things worse. I'm Kimberly Holmes. I'm the CEO of Marriage Helper. And at Marriage Helper, we have worked and continue to work with thousands of people who have been hurt by their husbands and their wives having affairs. And what we have seen time and time again is that revenge doesn't work. As much as you want it to, as much as you will try all of the different things to make your spouse feel bad, make them angry, make them hurt the way that you did, it doesn't work. But I'll tell you what does. But before I do, I have to warn you, you might not like it. It might make you mad and you might disagree, and that's fine. All I ask is that you listen to all of it before leaving or making any judgments. Is that fair? Okay, so here it is. What really works if you want to get your spouse back or get back at them after they have had an affair is to work on you. Oh, wait, stop. I see you. I see you rolling your eyes and reaching for the exit button, but you have to hear me out. I'm not making this up or blowing smoke because I'm saying this because of what we have seen work for thousands and thousands of people. I absolutely do not think your spouse had an affair because you weren't a good enough husband or because you weren't a good enough wife or because you need to be more attractive. I don't believe those things at all. In fact, this really has nothing to do with your spouse. Here's the thing. You can't control what your spouse does or what your spouse feels or what your spouse's actions are. You can't control your spouse at this point or really at any point. Even if you try, it won't work. It can't work. It has never worked in the history of humankind. And the people who do try and control other people and what they feel and what they do are known as dictators, and everyone hates them. And I don't want that for you. But that's what people typically try and do when their spouse has had an affair. They focus on all of the wrong things. They focus on trying to control their spouse, trying to make their spouse feel bad by calling them all the time, telling them what a piece of crap they are, yelling at them, texting them terrible things, by calling all of the families and friends and telling them everything terrible that the spouse has done, by having rebound affairs. The list goes on and on and on. But what these people eventually find that do this is that These actions that they do after their spouse has had an affair only leave them more empty. And all that time and effort just makes them feel worse about the whole situation. 
And hopefully you haven't done these things. But even if you have, I understand. It's hard to know what to do when you have been so hurt by the person who promised to love you forever. And we don't always make our best decisions when we're in that state of so much pain. And it's not uncommon for people to become at their worst state, physically, mentally, and spiritually, after their spouse has had an affair. They might lose relationships with their friends because all they want to talk about is the affair. They might start gaining or losing weight, stop taking care of themselves, allow their thoughts to control every waking minute until they get in this downward spiral. And now they're even more angry about the affair because not only do they blame their spouse for the hurt and the actual affair, but also for the new current state that they are in, for the downward spiral that has happened. Because if the affair had never happened, then they would have never had the downward spiral. But here's the hard truth. You can't control what your spouse does, but you can control you. You can control your actions and reactions. And you may be thinking, you're crazy. You don't know what it feels like. And while I will never be able to personally replicate your feelings and your pain, I absolutely know what it feels like to be betrayed, to be lied to, and to have your world completely turned upside down. And when I was in that situation, I did all of the wrong things. And we've found the same thing with thousands of couples that we have worked with who have been hurt by their husbands or their wives having an affair. They ended up becoming someone they didn't want to be. And I don't want that for you. That's why at Marriage Helper, we know that the only thing that actually works and how to deal when your spouse has had an affair is to work on you. Why? Not because your spouse deserves it. This isn't about your spouse. It's about you. It is because you deserve to be at your best. We call it the pies. Becoming the best that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. That physical part of it, you probably already have an idea of what that means. Be the best that you can physically. It doesn't just have to do with the way that you look, but just taking care of yourself, uh, changing out of your pajamas. That's what I had to eventually learn to do, to not sit around and sulk and eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream all day, but instead to take a shower, to put some makeup on, to put some blue jeans on, to go out and do something fun. But it also means, of course, getting in the best shape you can, that you can. It means sleeping well. It means taking care of yourself, getting rid of stress, becoming the best that you can physically. Intellectually, fill your mind with things other than how angry and hurt and betrayed you are because of what your spouse has done. It's easy to let only those thoughts fill your mind and not think of anything else to the point where it's all you can see or hear or look for or talk about. And that's not what's healthiest for you. Instead, do something not to just preoccupy your mind, but something to that you're interested in, something maybe taking on a new habit or taking some classes at college, if that's something that you haven't finished yet, joining a book club, whatever it might be for you, do something to stimulate yourself intellectually. Emotionally, surround yourself with people who will encourage you. Don't surround yourself with people who are only going to vent and talk about how terrible their lives are. It's only going to take you deeper and deeper into that downward spiral. Surround yourself with people who are positive and encouraging and are going to help you become the best version of you that you can be. 
and spiritually be the kind of person that actually lives out your beliefs and values. If you believe something, do it. If you believe that everyone should be treated with kindness, then treat your spouse with kindness, even if it's the hardest thing for you to do right now. If you're a religious person, then it that can mean for you going to church, getting involved, praying more, whatever that looks like for you. These are the four areas that we know at Marriage Helper actually make up attraction. So many times when we hear about, oh, you need to be more attractive, or if we tell ourselves, I feel so unattractive, we only think about that physical aspect of it. But in reality, the physical part of attraction isn't even the most important part. There's four parts of attraction, the physical, the intellectual, the emotional, and the spiritual. And physical isn't the top one. It's just the one people see first, but it's not the most important one. We want to do whatever we can to help you, including helping you to become the best that you can physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually.